Hey y'all, what's up? It's your girl Emace. I know you're probably wondering where the heck is my intro music and where have you been, sis? Yes, I know. And let's talk about it. Well, today I am being totally just me. Behind the microphone, just me. And granted, I'm me every episode, but I'm not bringing all the hype, all the extraness that is me but today i am just being in this space so it's just me my microphone and god reporting recording this podcast and i want it to be as real and as um raw and transparent as god is leading me to be um so this episode is not going to have any of the sounds um that it normally has not the normal transitions it's going to be a real conversation uh, so this episode is titled, God, I Need You. Y'all, when I first started the podcast, I started the podcast because, for one, I had something to say. Um, I had something that I wanted to share with the world. And not just something that I wanted to share, but something that I knew God was leading me to share with other women. And I wanted to create a safe space for women to feel normal for women to feel appreciated to feel loved to feel valued um to feel as though they weren't by themselves because there are too many times in our walk as a mom that we feel like we're the only ones that's going through this and um I've talked on the show about many things um my journey um through single motherhood Um, My journey as a single mother and also a student and, you know, how my kids are involved in sports and, you know, just my walk with God. Like, I feel like I've shared so many things. And um, so I felt that it was only right for me to come on this show and be transparent today and be open and real. So um, just to be honored because y'all not dumb y'all see when the shows come out the show has not been um very consistent the latter part of the season um just to kind of recap some things that have gone on um earlier this summer I had a cousin that was killed in a motorcycle accident and um in August um I had a cousin that was tragically shot and killed um on August 8th And then a week after uh, my grandfather on my dad's side passed away. So, um, you know, it's a lot. Um, A lot to take in at one time. On top of that, I'm still managing motherhood, still managing me as, you know, a student, as an employee, as a business owner, as a fiance, as a friend, as a sister, as a daughter. Um, it can be a lot. So when you're trying to balance all of these things, you find yourself functioning in what I like to call autopilot mode. It's kind of like you're just going along with the flow and you are just doing what, like you're knocking things off your to-do list. Like you're showing up for, for me, I was showing up for internship, showing up for work, showing up for school, showing up for my children, showing up for my fiance, my friends, my family. But I don't believe that I was really taking care of myself or my emotions. And um, I've shared on the show many times that I am actively in therapy. Um, But I think that even when we're in that autopilot mode, that even when I was in those spaces of therapy, I was able to just kind of glaze over 
or um, just, I don't know, just kind of like, I guess like, like mention my worries and concerns about everything else, whether it be my fiance or my children, but not really take care of myself. So as a result, what I am now experiencing um, was like, I felt like my body was physically shutting down. And um, I am going to see a primary care doctor about that because I do believe that while I have the faith the size of a mustard seed that God also gives us good common sense and resources and we should use them. But I began to feel like my body was physically shutting down. Like I was, um, I've been like uncontrollably tired, like to the point of exhaustion. Um, I have struggled to show up in these places that I'm supposed to show up in and it's just been really difficult and um even today before excuse me well by the time y'all hear this it'll be yesterday (laughs) but when I got on the mic to record I um instantly felt this 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 heaviness that I needed to just release and y'all I legit just sat in my room before I turned on the microphone and like I cried and I couldn't get the words together to really pray um nicely put prayer like I would like to because you know we like to put those prayers together very nicely like you know to sound very eloquent in front of God but like I didn't even have that y'all so like I just legit just cried and all I could get out was the words God I need you And I said it several times, y'all. And to be honest, I truly believe that that is not, I believe. I know that that is why I was able to even record this podcast. It's just by saying, God, I need you. And what I wanted to share with you guys today was that even in those moments where we're feeling like we can't go on, we don't know what's wrong, we can't exactly put our finger on the exact thing that is going on just by simply not just simply saying, God, I need you, but believing that by crying out to God, something is going to happen, that it will absolutely happen. And I feel like I'm a living testament of that. This is not to say that everything is going to be perfect when I cut this microphone off, because it's not. It's not to say that um, I won't have an uphill battle to climb, but it is, I, I allow myself to be vulnerable and to say like, God, I need you. And, um, you know, I took a walk this morning and I didn't really have the words, but all I could say was like, God, I need you to show up. And I think that we as moms need to have this space right here, um, to be nothing but us, to not be a mom, to not be, you know, Uh, whoever we are at work or who we are in our business or who we are to our friends or family because while we may enjoy doing all those things like if we're being very transparent it becomes very exhausting it becomes very taxing and sometimes we don't need to show up for other people but we owe it to ourselves to show up for us and to just show up in front of God and I think about the woman um, with the issue of blood, and I'm going to Google that as I'm telling y'all this because I want to be able to get y'all in the right place. But the woman with the issue of blood, um, the story, just to kind of, just to kind of give y'all a, like, you know, a snapshot of what was going on. This woman had like this medical issue 
for years. I believe the Bible says it was 12 years. And so basically in biblical times, like when a woman was like on her time of the month, she stayed in the house because she was deemed unclean. Well, y'all, this lady was going through this for like 12 years. Okay. Not one or two days, not five days. Like we go through sometimes, but like a whole 12 years, she was like pretty much exiled. So like she couldn't work. She couldn't be out a part of the community. And, you know, I only could think about like how this woman must have felt because, you know, the Bible story goes on to tell that like she spends all of her money on these doctors. Like she's going from physician to physician. Um, She's like asking like everybody, like she's just trying to get help from somebody and the bible says that she spent all that she had and so um there's this i'm trying to set the scene for y'all a little bit so then there's this day where like jesus is in town or whatever and she hears about jesus being in town and basically you know like jesus is there's like because everybody's hype you know what i mean like at this point like everybody heard about jesus everybody want to see him and so like it's like a bunch of people out there right and so um he got his disciples with him and like you know this woman who had exhausted everything she just got to the point that she truly believed that if she just touched the hem of jesus's garment that's like the bottom of his clothes y'all like if he had on a pair of pants it'd be like the bottom okay and she really believed that if she just touched him that she would be healed like she would be made whole and the bible goes on to talk that you know that like As soon as she touched the hem of his garment, she was made whole. She was healed. And Jesus felt the power leave from his body. And so, you know, Jesus was like, who touched me? And um, his disciples kind of like, Jesus like, what you mean? You see all these people? Like, anybody could touch you. He was like, nah, this was a different kind of touch. Something is up. So basically, you know, the woman admits that, you know, it was her that touched him. And um, I believe the Bible talks about that, that she was fearful at this moment. I'm not sure though, but anyway, um, basically, you know, Jesus told her like that her faith made her whole. Um, the fact that she left her home despite knowing that she wasn't supposed to be because she had this, this, uh, this uh, condition and the fact that she went into a crowd of people that mind you during this time, this was like, she was unclean. So like, I mean, if we're going to put that into our perspective now, that's kind of like, the pandemic right now somebody got COVID and they out at walmart with a mask we looking at them like what are you doing you shouldn't be here like we would exile them right so this is kind of what this lady was going through she was in a really really um low place she had been exiled by society basically because she was looked at as unclean and um she had literally tried everything for the past 12 years and so at this point she was like listen nothing else has worked so this has to work she had the faith and she truly believed that just by touching the hem of Jesus's garment that she was healed and so she was and so I said all that to say that like sometimes that's how we are I know for myself and full disclosure like how I've been feeling lately I've been feeling like physically not well um I called my primary care doctor and they made my appointment but then they called me like an hour before my appointment was like oh, we need to reschedule you. And then they couldn't reschedule me. So I'm like, well, this is a bummer. But we have walk-in clinics. So I called the walk-in clinic and they're like, oh, we can't help you because you're probably going to need blood work done. And so, yeah, go to your primary care doctor. So it's just been a mess because now I have to find a new primary care doctor because the old one moved. It was just a whole jam of hot mess. But I literally 
and mind you, this was only going on for like a couple hours of my morning. I didn't go through this for 12 years, but like I began to think about like how I would um, feel if I had to go through this like this woman did. So although it may not be the same exact circumstances, although it may not be that we are going through the same time frame of what she went through, I look at like my own situation and how I can apply it to the same concept. And so um, I looked it up, y'all. This Bible story is in Matthew 9, 20 to 22, Mark 5. 25 to 34 and it's also in Luke 8 43 to 48 <clears throat> so y'all can go back and read that but what I've learned from her is just that her faith is what made her whole it wasn't going to the doctors it wasn't any of those other things it was what she decided to do her act of faith from um, taking a chance and going against everything she had been told and deciding that this is not where she was going to settle. And that's how I was feeling for myself is that, you know, um, I'm still going to go. Obviously, again, it's like I said, I'm still going to the doctor. But I'm truly praying and believing that God is going to regulate whatever is going on with me. And that, you know, ultimately, I don't even have to have the strength to keep going because his word says that I can do all things through him because he is my strength or he is the strength that strengthens me. So that's my courage. And I wanted us as moms to be encouraged by that, because when we get in these places, sometimes it is so easy to give up. It's so easy to stay in this place. It's so easy to um, become paralyzed by this. But I challenge you to do something different um, instead of dropping out of school, instead of doing the bare minimum at work, instead of not continuing on your business, instead of being inconsistent like I was, you know, with the podcast, lean on God and show up anyway and follow his directions as to what you should do next. Um, we're no good for our children if we don't take care of ourselves. And I know that we have a thousand things on our to-do list and it's like, who has time to take care of themselves? But honestly, when we're not taking care of ourselves, we're giving like these half or these pieces of us to every little thing that we have to do. So I hope that you guys enjoyed um, this conversation. Again, I wanted to have a very open and honest conversation, a candid conversation about the vulnerability that we feel as mothers. And that sometimes going to not always, I always, always, always advocate for a support system because you should have a support system. You should have a mental health professional on your corner. You should have a primary care doctor because God put those people in place as well. Um, but, you know, ultimately we should be going to him um, about the things that concern us, about the things that um, are troubling us and the, the concerns that we have. We should always be turning back to him so i love you guys so so much next week we are wrapping up the season so just so we're on the same page y'all um my plan is to come back november 25th or december 2nd for the um the season so um i will keep you guys posted if you have not already follow me on social media at e underscore mace at my sister's glow on instagram or join the email list i will put the link for that in the show notes I love you guys. Until next time, peace.